So we're here to proclaim Christ to our neighbors. We're here to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news of how of how Christ came into this world, the very world that He created, being the creator of all things. It says all things were created through Him and for Him. Things on the earth, visible and invisible. It says all things were made through Him and for Him. The Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Lord Jesus Christ Himself told us a parable in Luke chapter 18. The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And He's going to answer this very question for you and I in this short parable. He's going to answer the question of how you and I can be right with God. We've heard, that. We've heard, we've heard people ask that before. Are you right with God? Well, there's no better person to tell us how to be right with God than Jesus Christ, who was God in the flesh. And so that's why He tells us this parable, folks. He's going to basically tell us you have two options to get right with God and Jesus Christ is going to tell us the right way. So he says this. He also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. So Jesus Christ is telling this parable to a crowd of religious people. The religious leaders of his day. He was telling this parable. Yes, sir. Yes, we do have we have two options. Yes, sir. We can go uh, to, uh, that way, or yeah, we can go the broad. We can go the, through the broad gate, down the broad road. You know where that leads? Leads to hell. Yeah. Or we can go enter through the narrow gate, and enter and go down a narrow path. You see, fewer few people are on that narrow path on the wide gate. Jesus said, he said, there's many people on the wide road which leads to hell. But he said, don't go that way. He said, enter through the narrow gate. Enter through the narrow way. What is the narrow gate? Jesus said, I am the gate. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. So yeah, he's going so to explain to us in this parable the two ways. He's going to explain them a little more. So he said he told this parable to a group of guys who trusted in themselves that they were righteous. He was talking to the Pharisees, some of the religious leaders of the day, these people who, they trusted in themselves. They trusted in their religion. They trusted in their, in their law-keeping that they were righteous. And here's the parable. Jesus said this, Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. So here's the here's the parable. You got a you got a Pharisee who is the religious man. He's the picture of the religious man, trusting in himself, trusting in his good works, his religion, his law keeping. And then you have a tax collector, the picture of the sinner, the picture of the sinner. Tax collectors were Jews hired by the Romans to tax their own people. They were they, they were traitors. They were greedy. So they were associated with the uh, they were outcasts. They were associated with the drunkards, with the prostitutes. So you have a Pharisee and a tax collector. Here's the parable. These two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. Jesus said the Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people. So you can see the self-righteousness in this man. God, I thank you that you didn't make me a sinner like these other people. I'm glad you didn't make me like a like this swindler, like those who are unjust, like the adulterers, or even like this dirty, filthy 
tax collector. So this was the first man, the Pharisee. You see how self-righteous he is? Yeah. He's self-righteous. He's trusting in what? His self. He's trusting in himself that he's righteous. Listen, he goes on. Yeah. Yeah, Matthew was a tax collector. He said this. This is the Pharisee still talking. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. If I'm not mistaken, the required amount was to fast once a year. But he, he fasted twice a week. So, man, this guy, he is boasting in his righteousness, right? God, see how righteous I am? I am so glad that I'm not like these other people. I am so righteous, God. I know you're going to let me into heaven. But Jesus said this, the tax collector standing some distance away was even unwilling to lift up his eyes to heaven. So he wasn't doing this. He wasn't saying, God, look how righteous I am. It said this man wouldn't even look his eye, look up to heaven, but it said this. He was beating his breast like this and saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. You know what that was a sign of? No. That, that was a sign of his contrition. This was a sign of his, his humility. It was a sign of his brokenness over sin. You see, the Bible says that the Lord is near to those who are brokenhearted. He's near to the brokenhearted. And He saves the crushed in spirit. Brokenhearted means we're, we're broken over our sin. That means we realize how guilty we are because of our sin. We realize that our sin has offended a holy God. We realize that, that Jesus Christ died upon that tree. The only perfect man who ever lived. The Son of God. The, the God the Son who came into this earth and He was butchered and hung on a tree. And so we become broken over our sin. That we, our sin put in there. Does that make sense? And so a person who, who is broken over their sin, it's, it's a person who realizes how guilty they are, like this tax collector. He realizes that, Lord, I am a wretch. I am a thief. I am a liar. I am an extortioner. I am deceitful. What's an extortioner? It's somebody who would just... Um, Take advantage of people financially. Oh, I you know, to yeah. Swindlers, swindlers. Uh, it's really, it's really wicked. It's, oh. it's cruel. Oh. oh, I didn't know that. But but you see this man? He's beating his breast. God, be merciful to me. And 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 it says, be merciful to me, the sinner. That means he sees himself as the sinner, like not just a sinner. But he sees himself as the sinner of sinners. This man realizes his guilt, folks. What about you today? Do you realize, do you see yourself as the sinner? Yes. Do you see yourself as the one yes, in need of God's forgiveness? Yes. Yes, so you're not looking around at other people. You're looking in the mirror and you realize that, that Jesus said, whoever looks upon a woman to lust has already committed adultery. And you look at, you look at your heart and you realize, I am guilty guilty i've been weighed in the balances and found wanting you realize oh my goodness the bible says lying lips are an abomination to the lord that god hates lying lips and you realize i'm a liar you realize you're guilty and what's covet 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 coveting covet. yes the 10th commandment says you shall not covet it's another sin of the heart like lust it's it's when we you know it's when, like, let's say, say my brother Rocky here. Let's say he has some, he has some material possessions, or it could be material possessions. It could, 
Because the Bible says don't covet your neighbor's possessions or his wife. So it's 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 in a greedy way. Like we're not we're not content with what God has given us. So I desire what my neighbor has just because they have it. That's coveting. But the Bible says we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of coveting. We desire things that other people have. And, and you know what it is? It's shaking our fist at God. Say, God, I'm not content with what you've given me. I want what they have. See, this man realized that. This man realized he was guilty of breaking the commandments of God. I won't do that. Have you ever done it? That's the question. If you've done it, you're guilty. Like me. You've been weighed in the balances and found wanting. What's your name again? Jorge. Jorge. So, Jorge, have you ever told a lie? Yes, I have told a lie. You told a lie, right? What do you call people who tell lies? What do we call somebody who tells a lie? If I told a lie, if I lied to you and I walked away, you'd say, that man, that guy is a... Starts with an L. Liar. <laughs> have you ever stolen anything? Jorge. Ever. Right. What do you call someone who steals? A thief. Right? Jorge. So what are you? A lying thief? A lying thief? Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Yes, I have. Jesus said that's adultery. See, see, this is what sin is. Sin is transgression of the law. And we're all guilty. We're all guilty. That's why we need a Savior. Huh? Who's perfect? Christ. Him alone. See, but the, the, the fact that you and I aren't perfect, okay, that doesn't help us on Judgment Day. The fact that you and I aren't perfect, that's... That's where our problem is. Because God demands perfection. Do you know that? God demands perfection to enter heaven. Because He can't be around sin and unrighteousness. We can't. We can't. Hey, but if you'll, but if you'll just hang on just a minute, I'm going to tell you how you can be perfect in God's eyes. So this tax collector, he realizes that he is the sinner. He realizes that he is guilty and he says this, God, be merciful to me. See, that's not what the Pharisee said. The Pharisee said, I am righteous, and I'm glad I'm not like all these other people. The tax collector said, God, I need your mercy. Big difference. So now Jesus is going to tell us which one was right with God, which one went, went home justified right with God. He says, I tell you, this man, speaking of the tax collector, the sinner, went to his house justified. That means right with God declared right with God. Folks, this man, the sinner, the tax collector, went home justified. He went home declared righteous. He went home, he went home, well, now he's just, I mean, yeah, it could be it could be Matthew, but he's just telling a parable. But that did happen to Matthew because he trusted in Christ. And so when we're justified, we are, we are made perfect. In God's eyes, we're given a righteousness the righteousness of Christ. So me and you are never going to be perfect, but we can be forgiven for our sin, and we can be given the righteousness of Christ to where when God looks at us, we are perfect. We're covered in the righteousness of Christ when we trust in Him. You guys need a Bible? we got free Bibles on the table, free literature. Everything is free of charge. All right, man. Take care, Ray. So Jesus said, I tell you, this man went to his house justified rather than the other. He says, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So if you exalt yourself, folks, in this life, like the Pharisee, you're going to be humbled in the next. 
But if you humble yourself in this life, like the tax collector, then the Bible says that you will be exalted in the next. How you doing, man? You doing all right? So the message is this, folks. Come to Jesus Christ today. You need a Bible or anything? Let me, let me, let me get some more out of here. I got some in, my, in the back of my car. We had some water, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, folks, we can be made righteous before God if we come to Christ. If we are willing to humble ourselves, if we are willing to bow the knee to Jesus Christ, if we are willing to trust in Jesus Christ, the Bible says, whom was born of a virgin, he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Born of the Virgin. He came into this world born under the law. And He lived a perfect life in our place that we can't live. We, like this tax collector, we are sinners. We are guilty before God. We are liars and we are thieves and we are adulterers. And we are fornicators and we are blasphemers. And yet Christ was without sin. Jesus Christ the Bible says the Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world, He was tempted at all points as you and I were, and yet He was without sin. And He went to the cross. He went to Golgotha, the place of the skull, God's altar where the Son of God was crucified on a tree. I'm a sinner. He Himself bore our sins in His body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. The Bible says that Christ suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that He might bring us to God. The one who knew no sin became sin for us so that we, become, so that we could become the righteousness of God in Him. No, yes, sir. I'm 62 years old. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's a gracious God. He's a very gracious God. And so Christ Jesus, the one who died for our sins, was placed in the tomb. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead. The Bible says it was not possible for Jesus to be held by death, but he conquered death, he conquered hell, he conquered the grave, and all of those who come to him humbly like the tax or like the tax collector did who is, who is willing to confess their sins before God who is willing to repent of their sins who's willing to turn from their sins and who's willing to trust in Christ alone bowing the knee to Jesus Christ as Lord they can have eternal life eternal life you want eternal life then trust in Jesus Christ alone Bow your knee to Jesus Christ, Jorge, and God will give you eternal life. God will give all eternal life. Those who come to Him. He said, whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. So how do you find eternal life? Look to the Son. Trust in the Son. Trust in Christ Jesus, who came to take away the sin of the world. You see, the Bible says, the angel told Joseph, that you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 
And so if you come to Jesus Christ today, if you come to Him humbly today, if you're willing to bow your knee to Him today, confess your sins to Him today, then He can forgive your sin. He can have mercy upon you. He can wash you as white as snow. Yes, I do. He can give you eternal life. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. The question is, is do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe that Christ can forgive you? Do you believe that Christ Jesus can forgive your sins and, and give you eternal life? Then look to Him today. Repent of your sins today. Today, while it's called today, behold, now is the day of salvation. Call upon His name today. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Folks, that's a promise we have from God that whoever comes to Him, He will never cast out. You can come to Christ today. You can come and have your sins forgiven today. But you must be willing to come through the narrow gate. You must be willing to deny yourself. You must be willing to take up your cross and follow Him. You must be willing to bow your knee to Jesus Christ. You must be willing to follow Him as Lord. You must be willing to forsake your sin. To forsake this world and to follow after Jesus Christ. And you will find Christ, you will find Him as a trustworthy Savior, a mighty Savior, one who is able to save, one who is able to deliver from sin, one who is able to forgive your sin, one who is able to set you free from the power of sin, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So come to Christ today and live.